You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl, we're a couple days away from the Browns and Steelers on Thursday night, but it was a good win for the team that desperately needed it on a short week after a difficult loss to the Jets. And we saw what Cincinnati was able to do against the Jets uh, the following Sunday, which was the day we were recording this. So it's just like... uh, Kind of put the whole week in perspective here, Daryl, you know, leading up to the Brown Steelers win. Well, I mean, thankfully they uh, saved everyone 10 weeks or 10 days of depression by winning that game after what happened against the Jets. Let's be honest about it. Um, it would have been pretty ugly had they lost uh, to the Steelers. Overall, they, you know, they played really well. Um, real tough on the injury front, but. Uh, to get that one in prime time, literally prime time, uh, and to put that Jets loss behind him, I, I thought was like really, really huge. Um, let's talk about Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's got one interception, one turnover in three games so far, and he has been, I think, better than than what most fans expected. If you go back to the Steelers game, 21 of 31, 220 yards, average 7.1 yards a, a throw, and had two touchdowns, you know, and he only got sacked twice. Uh, Brissett has been, I mean, I hate to say efficient because efficient's looked upon in a, a negative way, but Jacoby Brissett is, I think, everything Kevin Stefanski wants. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. He takes care of the ball, does not make uh, critical uh, mistakes, doesn't turn it over. Um, you know, he, he's not a guy that's going to go out there and throw for 400 yards or put up MVP caliber numbers, but he's also not losing them games. So um, uh, I, I said this last week that I feel like Kevin Stefanski would much rather have Jacoby Brissett over Baker Mayfield for that very reason. Um, so uh, you're, I, I think people are starting to see why organizationally during training camp, everybody was on the uh, – the Jacoby Brissett bandwagon and, and they got behind him uh, the way they did. 
Daryl, when when we look at the Browns wide receivers, you know, through through three games, but in particular going back to the Steelers game, interesting that Amari Cooper has uh, 21 targets in two games and that Cooper has just been outstanding with Brissett. I mean, these two have been in rhythm for the last two games, and I think people are a little questioning it after the Carolina game, but he comes up with 101 yards on seven receptions with a 32-yard gem and a touchdown to, to boot on the whole thing. Let's talk a little bit about that connection between Cooper and Brissett. Well, I mean, whatever was going on in week one, um, which I think most of it was on uh, Jacoby Brissett's end of things, um, they seem to have uh, worked it out. Uh, Amari with the back-to-back 100-yard receiving games. Uh, He's the first Brown to do that since Josh Gordon in 2013. Uh, back in 2013, uh, Gordon did it four straight games. Just kind of puts in perspective how great Josh Gordon was uh, for that one season, uh, you know, for the Browns. Um, so uh, whatever issues they had, I mean, they they seemed to work it out. And Kevin Stefanski had talked about a- a- after the game how those two put in, have put in a lot of work uh, individually or I should say collectively together. Uh, to get themselves on uh, the on track here, uh, and it, it's paid off uh, in these uh, explosive games from Amari. I mean, he could have easily had 150 plus receiving uh, in that game. He had that third down catch that he wasn't able to come up with. There was the deep throw up the far sideline in which he stepped out of bounds, which he acknowledged was obviously his fault and and a little bit out of character. He lost where he was uh, on the football field there. Um, but he, yeah, I mean, yeah, he could have easily had over 150 in that game. So uh, that that's a great sign uh, for this offense that he, uh, Brissett and, and Cooper really are on the same page and they're producing. So where are we with Donovan Peoples-Jones? Uh, one reception, last two games. He's had, what, four targets over the last two games. And I think people especially after Carolina thought that this guy was a clear cut number two. But I think also in this game against Pittsburgh, we learned that David Njoku has some power out there when they're able to find him, when they're able to get him the ball. I mean, the guy was averaging almost 10 yards a catch uh, on his nine catches that he had uh, against the Steelers ended up with 89 yards. And, you know, he was, he was nine of 10 when it comes to targets. And then Njoku, I think on Thursday night against the Steelers was everything they pay for. Well, I mean, he caught his first seven passes. Um, and it was funny listening to Brissett talk after the game because he's like, yeah, well, every time David comes in the huddle, he talks about how he's open all the time. Um, he's always and, open. Yeah, right. He's your winner. <laughs> uh, the bank is always open. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, he looked like the, you know, the player that, as you said, they gave all that uh, money to uh, on the touchdown uh, drive for him. Uh, he had three catches for 26 yards uh, on that drive. Um, you know, uh, really uh, showed his physicality. You saw him breaking tackles after the catch um, and that. So, yeah, look, it, it, the the number two receiver thing is going to ebb and flow. Uh, you know, sometimes it's going to be Kareem Hunt. Sometimes it's going to be Nick Chubb. Sometimes it's going to be Donovan Peoples-Jones. Maybe it'll be someone other than those guys at some point. Um, you know, but, uh, I, I really liked what I saw from, uh, Njoku and 
you you really got to see why they gave him the money they gave him because he does have that that type of talent. Um, it's just the other thing people have to understand, like they expect that out of him every single game. And they're, you know, uh, I thought Kevin Stefanski made a great point that like there are games where he's asked to do other stuff and it's just as important as him catching passes and breaking tackles. And obviously I'm referring to the run game. Uh, he's a really, really good blocking tight end, and he's a big reason why. But that's had to emerge since he got here since Miami. I don't think when he was 19 and he first got here, he, he had it. I, now I, th- I think he does. I didn't, well, of course not. It took he, a while. He, he learned that, uh, you know, playing for Kevin Stefanski. Um, and he obviously deserves credit for that, but he doesn't get credit for it. You know what I mean? Because all fans want to do is they just want to look at the box score and they want to see you number your number of your catches number. Where's of your our catches. Travis Kelsey, right? Where's our Travis Kelsey. That's yeah. what they want out of him. And, and I understand why fans think like that because, um, you know, Kevin Stefanski talked about how important the tight end is to his offense. And, you know, and it's something that I was really harping on is, you know, where is the Travis Kelsey on this team? Because you're looking for prolific playmaking from that position when you have um, that kind of money invested in a guy, right? right. Um, but I think you got that Thursday night and and you got exactly what you're looking for from him. So um, I, I see a bunch of positives on the offensive side of the ball right now. Uh, and and Najoku's performance obviously is a, a big piece of that. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Um, let's talk about the running attack and the emergence of a fullback uh, with the last name of Froholt. I know, I'm just kidding. I mean, I was going to talk thunder and lightning with, with Chubb and Hunt, but Froholt came in on that, uh, in that inside that deep red zone uh, run for the touchdown and was able to play full. I knew there was just no way that Kevin Stefanski was not going to have a fullback at some point during the season. And, uh, you know, he was hiding for a hold from all of us. And now he got to emerge and then we'll, then we'll get to, to. Well, I mean, help Chubb get in the end zone uh, on that uh, twisting touchdown run near the goal. I might've been the happiest person in the stadium at that point. I was just excited to have a fullback. Yeah. I love fullback. I mean, your fullback's been Kareem Hunt too. Like, you know, he's been lining up there um, as well. Yeah, I um it, it you're seeing the creativity of Kevin Stefanski and you're seeing when you look at some of the personnel groups he's used, when you look at some of the formations he's using, uh the play calls, 
uh, you're only as good as the execution of the guys on the field. And Thursday night, the guys on the field executed. So Stefanski looks really, really good. But I mean, he has had some drives. I go back to the opening drive against the Jets, which like, I mean, that was like the Leonardo da Vinci of play calling right there and, and execution. It really was uh, a thing of beauty. Uh, we're seeing a lot more tackle eligible formations, um, you know, uh, and they're ex- like, it, it comes down to execution. They're executing what he's calling that like that to me, is the difference. I I did not expect that the Browns offense would be averaging what they're averaging on the scoreboard. Um, It it is somewhat surprising to me. Um, But, you know, when you look at where they are three weeks in Andy, they have uh, 19 more first downs than their opponents have. Um, when you talk about third down conversions, the Browns are converting over 10% more on third down than their opponents are. Right. I mean, we, we're going to talk about the defense later in the podcast, but you know, that was something we'd always bellyache about was third down, both offense and defense. And, and right now those numbers, uh, are, excuse me, they're, they're outstanding time of possession. They dominated that game. They really dictated the pace and flow of the game, had the ball for, uh, 11 more minutes. Uh, than the Steelers had. And you look at net yardage too. I mean, they, they have uh, outgained their opponents 1136 to 971 uh, average per game is they're averaging 50 yards more per game than their opponent. Um, they're running 40, almost 40 more plays per game uh, than their opponents right now. Uh, the 572 rushing yards is the most since I think 1958, if I remember correctly. That was the note that uh, Dan Murphy, the outstanding uh, PR guy uh, for the Browns, um, put out there. So when you look at this offense right now, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're pretty much firing on all cylinders. The fact that 29, 30 and 26 points in each of the first three games, if I went back through the media guide, Andy, year after year, after year, uh, we would be in double digits in the blink of an eye counting the years where the Browns struggled to score 20 points per game in a, in a single season. And they have this type of offensive output. So I think that's a credit not only to Kevin Stefanski and Alex Van Pelt, but obviously it's a credit to the players because they're going out there and they're executing what Stefanski's uh, you know, put in front of them. Daryl, we're, we're going to talk about Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt here in a second, but just to kind of pile on a little bit more with a second, the Browns are tied for second in, in rushing touchdowns in the NFL through Sunday night's game. So just going up to Sunday night's games, the Browns have five. They're tied with the Lions on that. The Eagles have six. In terms of 20 yards or more runs, um, the Browns lead the league in that. They have six. The Bears and Jags have five. Uh, rush yards, you touched on it because of how big they've been through the first three games of the season. 572 compared to 560 for the Bears. So they're not too far behind. But when it comes to attempts, man, the Browns are 10 ahead of the Bears on top of that. 114 uh, to 104. And then the Eagles come in third. And this is after three weeks, and they've consistently been in that spot. All right, let's talk about Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and we'll do that when we come back. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. 